Welcome to Crispy Coated Robots Listens to an in-depth exploration into music's pinnacle recordings of the past. Here is Jim and George. Hey, happy holidays. It is Jim. Oh, I was going to say happy holidays. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's George. I didn't say that. Go ahead and say happy holidays. I heard you say it. Everybody heard you say it. Dang it. Welcome to Crispy Coated Robots Listens to, and today we are listening to a holiday holiday album a great holiday album yes. i would say yeah uh it's gonna have all the classics and of course it's gonna have the classic sound of the one and only willie nelson willie nelson yeah, yeah it's it's 1979 okay what does he sound, that sound like? like you sounded like uh paul lynn like more like you know oh, that's right dick yellas okay we'll do willie nelson <laughs> willie nelson's more like a pretty paper okay i, I can't and that's that's the I name of the it. album his, <laughs> his what's amazing this is in 1979 his 24th studio album. Wow, man. But it's probably his first Christmas, huh? I'm just guessing. Yeah, I think it's his first and only Christmas. Does really? He, does he? Ha- I don't know. Does he have other? Christmas? I don't know. But yeah. That's but cool. he only has one pretty paper. Yes, that's you're right. You're correct. And he reunited with uh, producer, arranger, Booker T. Jones. From Booker T. and the MGs. Yes. and uh, Green so, Onions. So we're going to hear some organ, some really nice organ. Uh, but he... Uh, he he had done Stardust with him. Stardust is an amazing album. We probably need to do before. that uh, regular because well, let's do it right now. <laughs> but no, but but just to kind of wrap up Stardust, he did a bunch of classic songs in the Willie Nelson style, like uh, Blue Skies, yeah. Nothing But Blue Skies. Why, why are you doing Paul Lynn? <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. All right, so tell me about the lead track and the title of the album, Pretty Paper, Pretty which I, Paper, which I didn't know he wrote. I, I I thought it was like a traditional because Roy Orbison did it first. Well, right? he, as most songwriters back in the day, they would sell their songs, and and Orbison did do. So he wrote the song, and and sold it, I guess, to Orbison in sixty three, sixty four. Mm-hmm. Um, would, I guess it would have been sixty three because Willie Nelson recorded a single of it in sixty four. Okay, and. Um, do you want to talk about the story now, or do we want to listen to it well, and talk about the story? Okay, or? let's not tarnish the song. Let's listen to Pretty Paper by Willie Nelson. Oh, you, then we'll ruin it. And then we'll ruin it if uh, you... Yeah, because you're... Okay. I, so, I don't know that it ruins it. Okay, so let's... Everybody, just wait a little bit. We're going to listen to the song, the title track, and the title of the album, Pretty Paper from Willie Nelson. And switch off. As soon as the song is over, switch over to another station. No, no, no. Do not okay. do that. Okay. As we listen to Pretty Paper today with the Crispy Coated Robots. The staff of Crispy Coated Robots and Circus Joe Productions deeply and sincerely regret that hosts Jim and George are too cheap and financially insolvent to fork over the necessary funds for the music licensing for this episode, should you decide, as we have, that their lack of commitment to this cause has put a proverbial burr under your saddle, and you want to hear the tunes discussed, please visit the hyperlinks provided in the episode notes. We apologize for this neglect, and wanton travesty of a presentation. But seriously, what did you expect? Now on with the show. All right, there's Pretty Paper. Right. Willie You're Nelson. You're going to do that every song, aren't you? <laughs> no, I, I will not do that. The Willie Nelson Pretty Paper is the album we we'll listen to with the Crispy Coated Robots, and George has the story. Well, the, the story that I've heard. How so, Pretty Paper came to be. I, I respect Willie Nelson, but I am not friends with the man. Really? So I don't know. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's hard to believe. <laughs> I know it's, it's amazing, uh, but so this is what I've heard. Uh, it was about uh, there's a real life man in Fort Worth, Texas, who suffered from spinal meningitis from when he was a kid, and both legs below the knee uh, were atrophied. Okay, a fellow by the name of uh, Frankie Buriton or 
Briarton, something like that. Uh, and, but instead of using a wheelchair, he would crawl around, uh, and he would sell paper and pencils outside of a department store in Fort, Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, wow. And he would announce like in this carnival loud, pretty paper, pretty paper, pretty paper. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a negative thing. Yeah. You, you, you would be sound like it was about toilet paper or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was expecting. It's like, yeah, you know, that, he wrote this for Charmin back in 64. <laughs> pretty paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, again, I don't, this is what I've heard, but if you've heard differently, you know. No, I have not heard differently, but that's a great song. And I like Roy Orbison's version. Of course, I love Willie Nelson's version. And, and, uh, I think it's, it's, I don't know. Who who do you think has the, when they play it on the radio? Who thinks gets most play, Willie or or Roy Orbison? Ooh, I think I, I personally I think I've heard Willie's version more. Yeah, same uh, here. Which yeah. is which is interesting because yeah. you know Willie uh, wrote Crazy for Patsy Cline. Yeah. And he has his own version of that, which I like. I I tend to like the songwriter's version, even Dylan's versions. I you know Adele does. Um, What's one to, uh, to make you feel my love, mm. you know? But I still like Dylan's. I like that better than Adele singing really clearly. So that's just me. <laughs> On to White Christmas, which Willie sings in his own kind yep. of way. So this song, it's credited as the world's best-selling single, with like an in excess of like. 50 million copies, okay? Not Willie's version. You're talking Not, about no, Fred, just uh, the song. Bing Crosby? Uh, yeah. And uh, the song itself, I think, like, uh, I'm trying to think. It's it's from the, the original version is from the, the movie Holiday Inn. Yes. Uh, and won an Academy Award for best song back in the 40s, like the mid-40s. But, uh, but check out this nice little organ intro by, by Booker T. Jones. This is really, really nice. All right, so here's Willie's White Christmas from Pretty Paper. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes, if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. Yeah, we're back. It's nice to take a song that usually has so many flourishes, Jim, and, and to do it up kind of sparse like that. I, I yeah. like that. That's a neat choice. And hearing these songs, too, it, just w- hearing Willie... I'm hoping he's playing that beat up guitar that he's played in years with the hole in it, and he keeps on playing. I saw I saw Willie live at the Houston Rodeo, and just great, great performer, uh, great voice. He was. Uh, they said that he was cutting his vo- uh, vo- vocals a little short, but not that night. He sang "Always on My Mind." He stretched out those, mm-hmm. vo- but it was it was quite a special thing to see Willie yeah. live. So uh, on to Winter Wonderland, which yeah. is another standard. Yeah. Uh, written in 1934 by Felix Bernard and lyricist Richard Bernhard Smith. Smith was inspired to write the lyrics after um, he saw a, a park covered in snow while he was being treated for tuberculosis in a sanitarium <laughs> wow. in, in Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <All> these stories. <laughs> so wait a minute. He saw the winter wonderland through Boy, a window. Take, take me some of take me through some of the lyrics. So he's saying. Uh, Later on, we'll conspire. Is that the same song? Am I singing the right song? As we sit by the fire, dancing along. Dun. Yeah, well, okay. I just want to make sure. There's so many Christmas songs. So uh, he saw this imagery when he was sick. Yeah. Nice. Looked at, looking through the window. Uh, of so the, of get the, tuberculosis. It's the only way you can really appreciate this yeah. song and kind of fall asleep. Do you want the facts or do we just... <laughs> no, no. These are good facts. I, 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 but I like the, this version. It kind of has this horse trot thing that I find interesting uh, starting off. So, All right. Here's Willie, Winter yeah. Wonderland. 
That's a lot of W's there. As we listen to Pretty Paper with the Crispy Coated Robots. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. Yeah, that that nice uh, that campfire harmonica is a is a nice touch. Uh, but this this song it's been covered by like over two hundred people. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. there's Winter Wonderland there. On now to another one that's been covered by a lot of people. Uh, most famously, Gene Autry. But Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer gets the Willie treatment. Yeah. Uh, so this song, Johnny Marks, his brother-in-law, Robert May, was commissioned by Montgomery Wards, uh, the company G- Montgomery Wards, to write the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So he wrote it all in one song. So he, well, no, they had these coloring books that they would buy. Yeah. And Montgomery Wards, they, they kind of, they figured out, why don't we make our own story, make our own coloring book, that way we don't have to pay somebody. And uh, so, but Johnny, you know, found out what Robert had done and this story about this uh, outcast who later proves himself in such a grand way. And uh, he thought, oh, yeah, I can, I can make a song out of this. And there that's what we have. They were, and then, of course, we have the uh, special that's been on forever since 64. Yeah. Do you know what his original name was going to be? Uh, Johnny? Randolph. Oh, Randolph. The, it still would work. Yeah, it would work. <laughs> All right, here's Willie's version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Randolph. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, we're back for Randolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. I wish Willie would have done it and said, I'm doing the original verse. <laughs> uh, that's not, that's, we can't get Willie's impersonation yeah. right on this show. No. Uh, <laughs> we're listening to Pretty Paper, which I believe is uh, Willie's first Christmas album. If it's his only one, I don't know, but I know it's his first oh, one. Oh, it's definitely the first, yeah. Yeah, and the last album he recorded in the 1970s. Well, 79, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not saying much. But well, come yeah. on. Okay, it's yeah, you, something. It's a, right. it's a tidbit. Uh, so we're on to Jingle Bells. It's more tid than, than <laughs> Jingle Bells. One, this is one of the best-known American written songs in the world. Originally, it was published under the title One Horse Open Sleigh in 1857. Uh, what I find is interesting is the song was actually written in autumn, okay, uh, and never intended as a holiday song at all. It wasn't into really. It, it doesn't mention Christmas or the holidays or anything like that. Just an autumn sleigh ride on a and random you're day. You're just out riding with uh, what is her name, Fanny. I never get Fanny to that verse. Right. <laughs> oh, sh- it's like it's like that. What song with figgy pudding? It's like there's so many verses. Uh, what's a wish Merry Christmas? Oh, bring us some figgy pudding. I'm like, no, I don't want any of that. Yeah, that that song is basically extortion. <laughs> you know, we're gonna sing until you bring us. Stuff, stuff. Uh, (laughs) So here's Jingle Bells from Willie's album, Pretty Paper. Yep. Please press pause now. Welcome back. Here's more from Jim and George. All right, Jingle Bells. It it was first recorded on one of those, do you know what an Edison cylinder is? Uh, I I think so. So this recording is believed to be, not that recording, but this song is the first Christmas record ever. Really? But you said it wasn't a Christmas song. But it wasn't intended to be a Christmas song. But uh, it's the first song broadcast from outer space, too, from the Gemini 6 astronauts. They had smuggled in a little harmonica and some sleigh bells, and they played it. So uh, my question to you, to see if you know this, Mr. Trivia, and I don't know the answer, but how many times do you think this song has been recorded? 
It has been recorded 1,286 No, I have no idea. I mean, diff, by different artists, because I think I've heard every possible version of this song. Yes, it must be in the pu- public domain. It's got to be, right? Uh, you I know, know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I know that you and I play it when we play Christmas stuff. I mean, yeah. you, you've got to... You've got to play it, and you could play it. If the good thing about the song, Christmas music, you've got to play it, and you, you could know. play it traditional, or you can rock it up like a Brian Setzer thing. So that's yeah, think about it. Yeah, or we, we kind of do a uh, kind of a New Orleans, yeah, uh, kind of blues, Harry Connick, yeah, Fats Domino type thing. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I, I never, <laughs> I wouldn't have put it on there, but thanks. Yeah. All right, so we're on the, the the last song on side one. Here comes Santa Claus, made famous. Another one by Gene Autry. Yeah. And he, I guess Gene Autry wrote some of the song. Gene Autry got the idea for the song when he was riding his horse uh, down the lane uh, in a holiday parade in L.A. And the crowds chanted, here comes Santa Claus. I, I guess Autry was really heavy at that time, and people mistook him for Santa <laughs> Claus. Or maybe Santa Claus was behind him. Yeah, something know. like that, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Gene Autry and Oakley uh, Haldeman, uh, are credited for for writing this, but uh, short little song. It's not even two minutes. But, yeah, and, uh, and I, you know, I do a lot of Christmas events when I do DJ. Uh, so every time Santa comes in, you got to play "Here Comes Santa Claus." Oh yeah, it's just the song that fits. So here it is, and Willie's version on Pretty Paper. You know the drill by now. Pause here, listen to the track, and come back. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, here comes Santa Claus at Inside One. Just another tease, radio tease for you here with the Crispy Code Robot Show. It is our Christmas show, so we actually have some pretty paper and some presents to give away at the end of Side Two. Did you wrap that yourself? I did. D- did you wrap it one it's in a bu- It's in a Bucky's bag. Did you? Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. how I wrapped it. Just throw it in a Bucky's bag. Because so, the bag is, you know, you can save the bag. Now, are you going to be offended if I take whatever that is back or... No, or I won't. Burn just it? don't do it. Did right. you get don't, it from just, Bucky's? Just don't do it on this show. Just is, do it. Do it, it like later. When is I this gift from Bucky's? No, it's not. Okay, it's just in the Bucky's bag. I like Bucky's, but okay. So side two, I think, because I really like their fudge. <laughs> Seriously, they're Rocky Mountain. Fudge. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, good yeah. stuff. So side two, I think this is the best song on the album. No, nothing oh. against Pretty Paper. I think okay. his, his version of Blue Christmas for me is is the dominant version. I know Elvis has a good version too. Yeah, but this yeah. one to me with his Guitar solo and, and all that thing. Yeah, this is a very honky tonk. Yeah, uh, yeah. Blue Christmas. I, I, I like have it. Blue Christmas. I, I will have to disagree. Uh, I, the 1957 Elvis version for you that I just heard it ten thousand times. Yeah, that's that's the version that I measure all other versions. But I like I like Willie's take on Willie's it least number yeah. two for you. Um, yeah, I could do okay. I could do two or three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So (laughs) above Pavarotti, you know. (laughs) All right. So let's just listen to it. uh, And we'll come back with some Blue Christmas uh, trivia or tidbits or whatever we do uh, right here with the Crispy Coder Robots. It's the holidays. Pass the eggnog. (laughs) Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. All right, that is Blue Christmas. I know you were chomping at the bit, George, to tell us about the origins of the song Blue Christmas. No. You weren't? No. This is one of the songs you did not care about. No, I like it. I, I, what? Oh, you had no trivia on it. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it means a sad Christmas. I guess yeah. they didn't want to say I'll have a sad Christmas because that sounds... Well, the the whole blue playing off of the blues, Yeah, that that's the idea. That's what makes it... Uh, 
fun, you know. Okay. Now to another song that everybody's covered, but Willie, of course, brings his own spin to it. Santa Claus is coming to town. This is another one of those been covered by, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of artists. Frank, uh, I'm sorry, not Frank, Fred Coots and Heaven Gillespie. Yes. Uh, the, the earliest known recording goes all the way back to a banjo player. You'll like this, Jim. I know you really love banjo. Yes, I do. Uh, back in 1934. Um, and you, when you think about what the world was going through, that's straight up in the in the Depression period. Uh, and this is a very optimistic, hopeful song. And you know, just, well, I know this, there's some dark elements to it. As a kid, you know, th- hearing it, this is the song your parents always threaten you with. Uh, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been bad or good. Be good for goodness' yeah, sake. We, obviously, we had different childhoods. I was not uh, so, but you know, make sure you're make sure you do well at all times. He's watching you at all times. I think I think my parents just gave up on me. With, with <laughs> it's right. like, please don't burn the house down. Here, here's Santa Claus is coming to town from Pretty Paper. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, there's Willie. Santa Claus is coming to town. On now he to is. A- he Better had, not pout. Don't <laughs> please, cry. Please. Stop crying. Santa Claus, calm down. Uh, on now to another. I mean, I mean, Willie just, I wonder how long it took him to make this album because all the cuts are about two, under two minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's with great musicians who oh, can yeah. play stuff quick. I mean, it might have been, like we talked about earlier, half a day possibly with lunch included. Yeah. <laughs> with an hour and a half lunch. <laughs> yeah, this is Frosty the Snowman. Uh, this was written after Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had such a, a big success uh, for Gene Autry. Uh, and, and the original recording was another Gene Autry one. I like the uh, Jimmy Durante version. Frosty for, for, the Snowman. Right. Sorry. For, for classic. Uh, and uh, again, this is another one, although you only hear it during the holidays, uh, there's no mention of Christmas. Oh, so you don't, you don't think, you think it, it could have happened after Christmas, this whole tale? I, well, the magic hat. It has to be stuff. cold enough for snow. Yeah, for a snowman. So. But uh, you know, the song takes place uh, in uh, Armagh, New York, and they actually have a parade dedicated to Frosty every year. Oh, so they like the home of Frosty. Yeah, that's like Frosty's uh, headquarters. Wendy's invented the Frosty there. Uh, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. We're not doing that version, of course. We're doing Willie's version. It's still pretty good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, off pretty paper. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. Frosty the Snowman. Of course, yep. you know, one of the songs got turned into a TV special that we see every year. Yeah. Yes, with yep. uh, Jackie Vernon, the uh, old school Catskills comedian playing Frosty with his great happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a good one. So uh, we're listening to Pretty Paper by Willie Nelson today on the Crispy Code Robots. On now to a song. This is probably, all right, we've talked about songs that are covered. This one is the oldest song, so it's probably been covered by more people. Yeah, this is a, a German-based uh, songwriter, uh, Franz Gruber. <laughs> where uh, are my detonators? Where are my detonators? <laughs> the, from uh, yeah. Die Hard. Hans Gruber, of course. You know, uh, no, you know. this is Franz but it, but it you know, his brother. descends. You but know. Uh, 1818, uh, lyrics by Joseph Moore uh, in a small town in Austria. And uh, it, it is very, uh, you're right. It's been translated in about 150 languages. So uh, 
I don't know how many times it's been recorded. Do you know it why? in a different language besides Silent Night? I know that we kind of had to learn in elementary school, but I don't remember what we... Uh, I've heard the German version, the original German version. Which is nicht. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Sorry for all of our German <laughs> listeners. Sorry about that. Just uh, write in your, in your, in your uh, email subject, Jim. <laughs> Jim's terrible German. Yes. Uh, send it to crispycoderobots at gmail.com. Uh, but again, this is another soulful organ intro by uh, Booker T. Jones. Yes, it, it is. Where are my detonators? Here's Silent Night from Pretty Paper. Sorry. Please press pause now. Welcome back. Here's more from Jim and George. All right, there's Silent Night, the probably the oldest Christmas song in existence, wouldn't you think? Besides the uh, real religious stuff, I, I don't know if all come ye, all ye faithful and stuff like that is like is that before Silent Night? Or? I think Jingle Bell Rock is the <laughs> oldest one. Yeah, uh, no. either that or Don de Esta, Santa Claus, <laughs> or I want Hippopotamus for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, so now up to a very short version and a very sparse version. Of Little Town of Bethlehem by Willie Nelson. Yeah, this text was written by Philip Brooks, an Episcopal priest. He actually visited Bethlehem uh, in Jerusalem uh, in 1865, and then uh, three years later, so 1868, for those of you math score. Math, math challenge, <laughs> uh, he, he wrote a poem for his church, and the organist... Uh, Added the the music, so uh, Lewis Redner, the organist, added the music. So, uh, but little town of Bethlehem. Yes, here's Willie. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, so we're now now to yep, our final that's, song. That song, that's the last time we're going to hear his voice on this album because this one's an instrumental. It's nice too. It's it's uh, yeah. called Christmas Blues. I. You know, to make a Christmas song, George pointed this out to me. All you got to do is put sleigh bells in it, and you have a Christmas song. Yeah. He gets away with no sleigh bells, and he calls it Christmas blues. Your thoughts on that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. This this really could be... Off any album. S- summertime This blues. could be on Redhead Stranger. We would yeah, never know. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, what, what I really like, uh, Paul English, the, the drummer um, in this session... Uh, his brushwork on the snare is exquisite. I mean, it's, uh, but yeah, the song is musically strong enough. It doesn't need lyrics. Uh, and I, I do like the fact, and I don't know if this was his intent or not, but we start the album with a Willie Nelson written song and we end the album with a, a Willie Nelson written song. Uh, and Booker T. Jones, uh, wrote this too. With yeah. Him. But uh, so I, I think it's a nice little bookend there. Um, yeah. So let's listen to Christmas blues when we come back. One of us will not have the blues because they'll be getting a present from one of the crispy coated robots oh. after the Christmas blues mm. as we listen to Pretty Paper. This should be the last time that you have to pause this, I promise. And now, here are some final thoughts from Jim and George regarding this episode's selection. All right, so we're at the end of Pretty Paper, so that's the end. So I've, I've not wrapped a gift for you, George, in Pretty Paper, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about the album, but we're going to do the gift part first is, here. Is the paper going to be money? No, like okay. I said earlier, it's a Bucky's bag. So, oh, okay. But uh, uh, the new year brings a lot of good things, and uh, last year, after you caught our Christmas special, George actually gave me a guitar, the guitar we play in a band that I was using. I don't have an electric guitar. Sadly, mine was stolen or well i won't say that it was 
it was lent to a friend. No, it, it was stolen. It was lent to a friend who went to New York who said it was stolen, but I I, I could have swear I saw it on Saturday Night Live. I think it was Pond <laughs> um, with Bill Hader playing it in the skit. But um, uh, so George gave me a guitar. Great. It was a very emotional moment. This probably won't be as, as emo- emotional, but George and I are, <laughs> are, you know, we've done, we've conquered the world of podcasts. He conquered the radio show as Crispy Coated Robots. And now we're going for and, and something else. Training, so I want right? you to go ahead. Yeah, pocket, potty training. So go ahead and open that up, George. Uh-oh. And, and okay. this will be something here. All right. This is something to add to the canon of what Crispy the? Code Robots. Uh, it is, George and I are oh. going to embark on a movie screenplay. So I've given him the uh, the screenplay Bible, the, the, uh, the Hollywood, what's the actual title, George? The Hollywood... The Hollywood Standard. Standard. Yes. Uh, which and this is, is by Christopher Riley. So it basically The complete has, and authoritative guide to script and format and style. Yeah, because a lot of the old uh, script Thank books you, didn't have texting and stuff in it, too, which this has all the modern technologies in it. So, uh, well, that's, Jim, I've, I've got something for you. You don't have anything for me. Why, would, no, why would you say that? <laughs> okay, so, you do. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, but seriously, why would you no, say... No, because like last year, you gave me something. You don't have to give me anything. Well, I did, though. You, it's like dual... I did. Five or six years. Uh, are, you're good for the next five years. All right. Oh, there's two, both presents for both yeah, of us? Yeah, you've, you've been a really good boy right. with the podcast. Whoa, there's two presents. Yes. Oh, that one's kind of heavy. Now... Should I open these on the podcast? I, I, on the yeah, show? now, okay. I, I want to warn you... Uh, these are gag gifts? Is, is a snake popping out of a can? No, no, it's not. Uh well, I'm not going to warn you. Just... <laughs> all right. So, all right. It is a box. Okay. Yeah. Thank and, God it's split open a little bit or this would be a longer show. Here. Yeah. And, and it's not, even though it's a Macy's box, I didn't get this from Macy's. Okay. I got rubber bands. I got rubber bands. A half pound of rubber bands. Nice. Is that for our office supply episode? No, that's okay. just. Okay. So half pound of rubber bands. And this is, a, so this links in with the rubber bands. Not at all. <laughs> Grow your own crystal hedgehog. Yes. Nice. I like it. For the man who has everything. <laughs> so you can just put it in water like a chia pet type thing? It, it's basically a chia pet with crystals. Yeah. Nice. When you saw this, what made you think me? I just laughed out loud that, <laughs> that there's even a product that exists. <laughs> And then the the rubber bands were on the same aisle. So uh, oh, cool! Well, I, yeah. I need rubber bands. Thank you, Dollar General. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, George. I sure appreciate the gift. Yeah. Uh, happy holiday! Happy holidays! I hope you like the book. The book is very extensive. yeah. I'll, I'll actually use this. This will be yes, good. So yeah, and and you'll probably use if if you do uh, that hedgehog thing though. Let's post pictures. We need to do it as we're doing our podcast on Tuesday. We're taping a podcast. I'll do it in the background and give you guys updates. Every, every day, uh, every time. Okay, I'm adding some more water. Yeah. Yes, that whole or thing. Measure, measure the, It'll be the like little a, spikes. It'll yeah. add to the episode a little bit. It'll there add, we go. Uh, so, but oh. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And I appreciate everybody listening out there. Pretty Paper, a classic from Willie Nelson. Oh, yeah. Thank you for sharing it with us here with the Crispy Code. And Robots. happy holidays to, to everybody. Uh, the holidays can be a funny time uh, where... You know, if you're away from family, but while you are, whether you're with family or away, find a way to invest yourself into people's lives of those you love and to strangers too. Be kind and be well and find a way to invest yourself into other people every day. And find your way to get yourself a crystal hedgehog. This is nice. This program has been a meaningless amalgamation of crispy coated robots under the direction of Circus Joe Productions. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. <laughs>
Copies of this broadcast transcript are not available, because you should have been paying more attention to the show while it was playing. You only have yourself to blame for that. Email Jim and George at crispycoatedrobots at gmail.com to inform them of what they got wrong, and all the parts that you liked, in the event that such a thing like that occurred. And finally, be sure to check out Crispy Coated Robots on their free weekly podcast available every Tuesday at crispycoatedrobots.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The future is counting on it.